Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Yeah, it's bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it
635 East 34th Street. warehouse um, that you <clears throat> can get anything you want in. They've got lights, nutrients, soil. Um, they even have recruiting down the hall so they have to carry gear out the whole house. They even have um, candies for your for your cannabis. I'm not even kidding. You can give your cannabis um, <laughs> to Because it just tastes good, you know, and maybe you're. Maybe you're <laughs> go to growwithhouse.com and check them out. Um, also, we'd like to give a shout out to Canna Health Online Digital Magazine. You don't have to go anywhere, but where you are, to check them out. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's right, and you can find links to both those great companies on our website, TimberweedHealthCenter.com. Check them out. Um, They've got, Canada Health has an awesome array of articles. Hey, what are we doing? Look, you know, look at that. Whoop, whoop. Uh, check them out. We have everything. Science, pets, grandparents, arthritis, Alzheimer's, dementia. Um, anything you want to know about, it is there. So if you are in the Tucson area, um, well, if you're not in Tucson, it doesn't matter if you want to check out Tumbleweed Health Center. Dot com because um, lots of great things on the website. Uh, information on how to get certified. Everything is spelled out super clear there. If it isn't, let me know. I'll fix it. I can update it like that. It's fantastic. Uh, all the prices. Uh, it's two forty nine. Although I think there's a coupon out there in the world in the Tucson Weekly. Maybe. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Little slow on that. And go on down, $75 off if you have SNAP food stamps. You just have to show your little card with your ID with your name printed on it like it like it would be a credit card. Um, or billboard letter. You take that too. The state takes that. Those are the only two forms that the state takes. Uh, and <clears throat> actually right now, uh, since December 1st, um, certifications, some people have, are getting certified in a day. Yes, that's right. Full on clap for that. Yes. That's right. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. I just wanted to do that. Um, so what conditions you wonder would qualify you for your medical cannabis card? <clears throat> Here we go. PTSD, cancer, sarcoma, AIDS, chronic pain. And that is one that's the biggest category that, every, that most people fall into. So that can be a whole host of things. Um, fibromyalgia, migraines, things like that. Uh, seizures, including epilepsy and other types of seizures. Uh, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease. Now, just the agitation of Alzheimer's disease. Um, that can be, uh, I, we had a guest on that taught us 
literally taught taught us the, how many different types of Alzheimer's there are. I had no idea. And then there's dementia, and that's a whole separate thing all in itself. <coughs> there's cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe or persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. Uh, you're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or just the treatment. If you're taking a medication and that thing's making you sick in any way, shape, or form, giving you headaches, making you nauseous, uh, can't eat, whatever, that qualifies you uh, if it's for a chronic and debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes any of the above conditions. There you have it. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Give us a call, 520-838-4430, and yep, it's Christmas time, guys. Get out your best Christmas weed. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Go get all your kisses and your stuff. And yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see here. I can't believe this year is almost over. Let's see. I wonder what 2020 is going to be. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Magical. Yeah. Right. Oh boy, here we go. Um, we are going to start reading uh, <laughs> the legislative initiative that wants to get passed. So here we go. Be it thought, be it resolved by the House of Representatives of the state of Arizona, the Senate concurring. Uh, one. Under the power of the referendum as vested in the legislature, the following measure relating to the use of marijuana is enacted to become valid law if approved by the voters and on proclamation of the governor. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, an act, amending sections. Be it enacted by the legislator of the state of Arizona, section one, this act may be cited as the Small Business Liberty Act, section two. Finding declaration of purpose. The legislature hereby finds and declares that A, B, and C are blank. Um, okay. Section 3, Title 4, Chapter 1, Article 1, Section 112 is amended to read <coughs> for uh, .112, State Liquor and Marijuana Control Board, Department of Liquor and Marijuana Licenses. That's the Boulder Department. That's the Boulder one right there. Um, and members, director, appointment, and removal. So A, the Department of Liquor and Marijuana Licenses and Control is established consisting of the State Liquor and Marijuana Control Board and the Office of Director of the Department. Uh, B, uh, from and after January 1st, two, uh, 20, uh, 2003, oh, okay, the board consists of, and scratched out seven, and now written in bold, 11 uh, members to be appointed to the governor pursuant to Section 38-211. Five of the members of the board shall not be financially interested directly or indirectly in business licenses licensed to deal with 
spiritist liquors, or marijuana. All right, well, that's a good idea. Team members shall currently be engaged in business. <laughs> shall currently be engaged in business in the spiritist liquor industry, or have been engaged in the past in business in the spiritist liquor industry. What's that? Spiritist liquor industry. At least one of whom shall currently be a retail uh, licensee or employee of a retail licensee. Okay, here this is all bold now. Two members shall currently be engaged in business in the marijuana industry or have been engaged in the past in business in the marijuana industry, at least one of whom shall currently be an officer of a corporation currently engaged in the production or retail sales of marijuana products. Three members shall be public members, including um, one member that shall be a member of a neighborhood association recognized by a county, city, or town. Uh, the term is three years. Members' terms expire on the third Monday in January of the appropriate year. The governor may remove any member of the board for cause. No member may represent another license before the board for a period of one year after the conclusion of the member's service on the board. All right, there you go. <clears throat> Some groundwork there. C. The board shall annually elect from its membership a chairman and vice chairman. A majority of the board constitutes a quorum, and a concurrence of a majority of a quorum is sufficient for taking any action. Wow. That was bitchin'. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, I'm not a, I'm not a wordsmith here, but this is good. A majority of the board constitutes a quorum, and a concurrence of a majority of a quorum is sufficient for any action. That's all. There we go. Right there, first hand. Jam it up, kids. there are any unfulfilled positions on the board, a majority of those persons appointed <coughs> and serving on the board constitute a quorum. There's that word. Again. I like it. Okay. D. Where are we? Okay, D. The chairman may designate panels of not less than three members. A panel may take any action that the board is authorized to take pursuant to this title. Such action <coughs> includes the ability to hold hearings, and hear appeals of administrative disciplinary proceedings of licenses issued pursuant to the chapter. A panel shall not, however, adopt rules provided in section 4-112 subsection A paragraph 2. The chairman uh, may from time to time add additional members or remove members from a panel. Uh, a majority of a panel may, on the concurrence of a majority of the members <coughs> of the panel, take final actions on hearings and appeals of administrative disciplinary proceedings concerning licenses issued pursuant to this chapter. All right. E. Members of the board are entitled to receive compensation at the rate of $50 per day while engaged in the business of the board. Mm. F. A person shall not be appointed to serve on the board unless the person has been a resident of this state for not less than five years before the person's appointment. Uh, not more than four members may be on the same political party. Persons eligible for appointment shall have a continuous record 
uh, oh, recorded registration <coughs> pursuant to Title 16, Chapter 1 with the same political party or as an independent for at least two years immediately preceding appointment. Not more than three members may be appointed from the same county. Oh. Mm. The governor shall appoint the director pursuant to Section 38-211, uh, uh, who shall be a qualified elector of the state <coughs> and experienced in administrative uh, matters and, and enforcement procedures. The director shall serve at the pleasure of the governor. I love it. It's a pleasure. I know. Eight. The director is entitled to receive a salary as determined pursuant to Section 38-611. Uh, it's little emoji scratching his head going, well, how much is that? <coughs> We're going to have to get to 38-611. Section 4 already. Here we are. Section 4. You're making it, guys. We're already on page 2. We're doing it. All right. Section 4. Title 4. Chapter 1. Article 1 is amended by adding a new section, 4-112.01, to read. Uh, section 1-4-112.01 uh, Conforming Laws and Regulation. Okay, conforming laws and regulations. <coughs> a, and now here it's all capped out because this, um, you know, we're still, this is when they're using, talking about marijuana. We use that word. That's what we're amending here. This title shall be designated as alcoholic beverages and marijuana control. <coughs> marijuana control. I want to be on the marijuana control board. You, you need to take a lot more marijuana. <laughs> Okay, B. <coughs> um, growing, processing, manufacturing, and the sale of products containing marijuana shall only be conducted by holders of a marijuana production and sales license. The board shall establish reasonable criteria for obtaining a license, including regulations for growing, producing, marketing, advertising, and selling of marijuana and products containing marijuana. Such regulations shall be substantially similar to regulations for the production, distribution, and sale of alcoholic beverages. Okay. C. The board shall adopt regulations regarding the fees for the issuance, transfer, suspension, and revocation of licenses. Um, one, not later than June 2, 2021. The holder of a dispensary registration certificate issued pursuant to Title 36, Chapter 28.1 may request that the board issue the holder a Class 1 uh, license. The board shall issue the license for holders of the certificate at the location specified in the certificate. The fee to obtain a Class 1 license is $100,000. Oh, not even kidding. Uh, when the board shall issue the license, the certificate shall be kept. A class one license may grow, manufacture, or sell marijuana and products containing marijuana. Hundred thousand dollars, folks. I see you have a dispensary already. <laughs> okay. 
really, she's been in here because we stay Wednesday, folks. That's right. Uh, you can get to uh, this radio show here by going to TumblyTrailsRadio.com. Check out the radio section. You can scroll down, and you can listen live, I believe. Um, and if you want to uh, say hello um, and you want to blog in, if you're one of those bloggers out there, and you want to blog on in, please feel free to do so. Okay. All right. Two. Did we really make it? We did. We made it to page three. Fantastic. Magical stuff. Okay. Um, two. From and after June 2, 2022, the board may issue up to 125 marijuana production and sale licenses. Oh. Okay. A. <laughs> 25 Class 2 licenses may be issued for a fee to be determined at auction. Hmm. That is... Okay. <laughs> the board shall adopt rules for the auction. A licensee that obtains a Class 2 license may operate a facility that shall not exceed 10,000 square feet of space. Class 2 licenses are not authorized to grow or manufacture marijuana and products containing marijuana, the auction provided for in this subsection shall occur prior to the issuance of any other licenses under this subsection. Follow? Uh, B, <coughs> 25 Class 3 licenses, uh, and I want you to know that this is all written out, you know, this is all bold out, and then on each page there's giant see-through word that says, what does it say? Oh, gosh, one more. Ready for it? Really exciting. Draft. <laughs> oh, hey, welcome to the conversation. We've got some friends joining us. We're reading the legislative initiative that they would like to pass. Um, all right, so we've got uh, C. 50 Class 4 licenses may be issued. A license that obtains a Class 4 license may operate a facility that shall not exceed 2,500 square feet of space. Class 4 licenses are not authorized to grow or manufacture marijuana and products containing marijuana in the event more than 50 applicants are received by June 2, 2022. For Class 4 licenses, the board shall award licenses pursuant to a lottery. The board may adopt rules for the conduct of the lottery. Now, see, this is where this stuff gets sticky here. And, uh, yeah, not uh, done for that. They're going to tell you what the fees are when it time comes. They're just going to make them up. And then they're going to let you know what the rules are, too. So, <laughs> basically, they don't want you in. You're not going to get in. All right. Thud B. Okay. 25 licenses. Uh, 25 licenses, Class 5 licenses may be issued. A license that obtains a Class 5 license, I assume, may operate a facility that shall not exceed a total of 10,000 square feet of space. Class 5 licenses may grow, manufacture, and sell marijuana products uh, containing marijuana to other licensees at their license location. Okay. Class 5 licenses are not allowed to sell marijuana or products containing marijuana to persons other than licensees. In the event more than 25 applicants are received uh, by June 2, 2022 for Class 5 licenses, 
the board shall award licenses pursuant to a lottery, and once again, <coughs> the board is going to adopt the rules of the lottery. <laughs> Thank you for joining. We'll see you next time. Uh, e. In the year following each... Yeah, that was boring. It's, <laughs> I may have left the conversation, too. <laughs> you know, but we got to read this crap. <laughs> e. In the year following each decennial census of the United States, the legislature may increase the number of each class of license by a number not to exceed the percentage increase in the state population since the previous census. In the event of a percentage decrease in the state population, page four, no change in the number of existing licenses shall occur. So they're going to take a head count and say, hmm, how many more y'all need weed? Uh, golf clap, that was fun. <laughs> legislature's uh, proposal, and you can like it or not, but that's just another one that's out there. We have read the other two um, initiatives, and I think they're both out there right now trying to gather signatures, um, so good luck to the both of you out there. Um, you know, one is for the dispensaries, and one is for the people, so you pick. Um, <coughs> anywho, my opinion. Okay. Okay, three. All classes uh, or marijuana sales and production uh, licenses are transferable. All of them. The board shall determine the rules for approving the transfer of a license, of course, you know, and the fee for the transfer of a license. The minimum transfer fee shall be $100,000. Really? <laughs> okay, we're just making money. Left and right. $100,000. I wonder who came with that. $50 bill. Okay. Um, D. Uh, the board shall suspend or revoke the license of any licensee if the licensee or any officer of the licensee is convicted of a felony or upon the entry of a final determination that the licensee or any officer of the licensee has violated any state, federal, or local regulations or rule, the board shall adopt regulations to enforce this requirement. Hmm. I wonder what kind of enforcement. Um, okay, E. All products sold by any licensee shall conform to the requirements of Title 36, Chapter 28.1, Section 2821, and any regulations adopted pursuant to this statute. Okay. Let's try to find out what that is there. F. The board shall adopt regulations to uh, specifying the number of licenses any one person may attain. Um, such regulations shall be substantially similar to the regulations for the production, distribution, and sale of alcoholic beverages. Because that's just what they have to compare it to. Uh, even though it's nothing like it. Okay, G. The board shall adopt regulations requiring that all licensees uh, shall adhere to all state, federal, and local workplace safety requirements, regardless of the number of employees of the licensee. Uh, these regulations shall require that 
supervisory personnel or licensees shall within 90 days of employment have successfully completed a 30-hour general industry outreach course offered by a training provider that is authorized by an OSHA training institute education center to provide the course. This paragraph does not alter or amend any other requirement for employers to provide occupational safety and health training to employees. For purposes of this paragraph, OSHA means the Occupational Safety and Health Administration created by the Occupational, or Occupational Health and Safety Act of 1970. You bet 1970. Rocking and rolling. I thought we should make sure she's still on the call here. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> happens. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, e. All products sold by any licensee shall conform to the requirements of Title 36, Chapter 28.1, Section 2821, and regulations adopted. Um, oh, I did that. G. The board shall adopt regulations requiring that all licensees shall adhere to all state, federal, and local workplace safety requirements. So this is what the OSHA says. Regardless of the number of employees of licensee, these regulations shall require that supervisory personnel uh, of licensees shall, within 90 days of employment, have successfully completed. I did. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. H. No statute or regulation may be adopted. That one limits the rights of employees to maintain a drug and alcohol-free workplace or limit the ability of employers to have workplace policies restricting the use of marijuana by employees or pers uh, prospective employees. And that's not saying. The board may adopt regulations setting forth an, a, a standard for impairment. See, and that that's it right there. If you can't prove impairment, that's your whole thing. And you can be impaired on skis, coffee, emotions, Vicodin, Percocet. Do you still do Percocet these days? I don't know. Um, they have to have standards for impairment. Uh, to limit the authority of counties, cities, and towns to restrict the locations or use of any facility licensed pursuant to this, so long as restrictions are substantially similar. Page five. To those that restrict the locations or use of alcoholic beverage licensees. So once again, kind of crazy. It's all about alcohol and money. Three, limits the rights <coughs> of any resident of Arizona over 21 years of age to possess and use a product of six marijuana plants. Oh, to produce uh, six marijuana plants. Limits the rights of any resident of Arizona. 21 years of age <coughs> to possess and use, uh, the, it says, possess and use the produce of six marijuana plants. Notwithstanding the number of persons over 21 years of age resident in any location, the maximum number of marijuana plants is limited to 12, regardless of the maximum occupancy allowed in the residence. So if you've got like, you know, 10 people in there, you can't have 120 plants growing. <laughs> you get 12 and that's it for your whole family. They smoke sparingly. Uh, one, the board shall adopt regulations. Where are we in time here? Oh, no. You know what happens at this time? Oh, yes, it does. Puff, 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 puff,
I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchy snacks Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a one, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. Wednesday, we were reading the um, 
initiative um, that legislature is going to pass here. Um, and we're going to pause that for a second. We're about halfway through already. Uh, but let's give a pause because last week I read something cool about um, detoxing. Because we get a lot of questions uh, from folks out there trying to get jobs and they want to know, they want to know if even CBD is going to, yeah, is that going to show up in any test? So the answer is, I mean, we can't say 100% no or like probably 99% no it won't. But, you know, we've had people come in and, and their their employers have quote said they've been busted for CBD, you know, so. <laughs> Sorry, I know, it's a little silly. Um, seems a little silly to me, you know, busted for CBD. But if you want to detox anything out of your system, this is a good article uh, about how to detox weed. Eight best detox drinks for weed. And that's good, that's easy. So, are there any truly good detox drinks for weed out there? Are there detox drinks for weed that work? And if so, what are the best detox drinks for weed? from high times. Uh, if you're a long-time weed smoker, odds are that at some point you've run into the dreaded drug test. It comes uh, with the territory. You know, smokers, odds are that at some point you've run into that. In fact, drug testing has been such a long-standing staple of weed culture that there's an entire industry of tips, tricks, products, and do-it-yourself recipes that supposedly help people pass a drug test. And who doesn't want to pass that? Lemons! Lemon juice. We'll start our list of good detox drinks for weed with the classic lemon juice and water. The idea with this one is to use a naturally acidic liquid to encourage some serious detoxification. The best way to do this is to squeeze one half lemon into a cup of water anywhere between 8 and 16 ounces. This dilutes the lemon juice a bit while adding uh, tons of fluids to your body, further encouraging your body to flush out toxins. You can repeat this as many times as you want in the day uh, <clears throat> and the days leading up to your drug test, including the day of the drug test. The goal is to flush your system uh, out as much as possible. All right. Um, then there's the uh, fail-safe kit by NutriCleanse. All right. The fail-safe kit by NutriCleanse is an equally popular same-day detox that flushes out the body in the same day, keeping your urine clean for about six hours when you can provide a clean urine sample. This is the higher price same-day detox uh, and is known to be one of the strongest. Yeah, um, I think I've actually done that one. <laughs> uh, cranberry juice. When it comes to detox drinks for weeds at work, there's arguably nothing more classic than cranberry juice, which often is a lot like the other natural detox drinks for weed on the list. It's not so much about hiding or masking the THC in your system. It's more about a natural way to flush out your system rapidly and thoroughly as possible. The best way to use cranberry is to drink it with tons of water or even better, something more uh, electrolytes like a, a sports drink. This will help you pee more and the more you pee, the more you might be able to flush out your system. Again, there's that, that phrase there, flush it out. Real pros take it uh, one step further, uh, try taking B vitamin supplement pills to add a little color back into your otherwise watered-down pee. This will make your urine sample look more natural and less suspicious. Well, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Never thought about that. And then here's the five-day extreme detox by NutriCleanse. Um, the five-day 
extreme detox by NutraCleanse is the most popular detox program out there and has been featured in Vice and High Times. The kit uh, permanently flushed THC and nicotine from your body after five days and includes two home THC testing kits to verify that you are clean after the program is complete. This product is a go-to for daily users or those that uh, weight is over 200 pounds. I say that because you store the THC in your fat cells, so the more meat you have, the longer that stuff stays in there. Coffee is a potentially good detox drink for weed because it's a, uh, such a potent all-natural diuretic. Once again, the idea behind this uh, is <coughs> to drink a bunch of coffee <laughs> in an attempt to make your body ev uh, evacuate <laughs> as much as possible. I like it. Of course, since you'll be losing a lot of fluids, be sure to take in a lot of water too. This will replace what you lose while continuing to encourage your body to flush everything out. It's also a good idea to drink something with electrolytes like a sports drink. Um, and finally, if you have enough time to plan ahead, start taking B vitamin pills a few days before your test. This will add the color back to your urine and uh, while allowing uh, you to continue flushing out your system. There's a rescue detox. Detox Ice has a solid reputation. This product is designed to be used shortly before you go in for your pee test. It also requires you do some serious hydrating and peeing in the hours leading up to your test. Once again, you know, flushing everything out. Start out by downing the entire bottle. That sounds scary to me already. Um, and <clears throat> the, then refill it with water and drink that right away. But don't stop there. Keep drinking water the more the better. Then go pee at least three to four times right before you go to take the drug test. This is a good product to get your body hydrated and to encourage a lot of detoxification. So get ready to drink and pee. <laughs> Rescue Cleanse is one of the, the fan favorites on the list. It's widely seen as one of the very best detox drinks uh, for weed that works. But the, the only uh, potential problem is that for maximum effect, you're supposed to stop smoking weed 48 hours before your drug test. And I would I would go as far as to say just quit a whole lot longer than that. I mean, you're that worried. Um, so if you're short on time, this could be a problem. But if you know you've got a test coming up and you have a little time, all it takes is a little planning. And Rescue Cleanse could save you. Drink the whole bottle within a 15-minute window. Then refill the bottle with water and drink that. After that, keep hydrating and trying to flush your system by peeing. It's all about flushing your system. Make, but you got to do it carefully. You don't want to flush out your electrolytes. People will land themselves in the hospital for doing stupid stuff like that. To make it even better, combine this with one of the natural detox uh, drinks for weed on this list. Um, ooh, this looks scary. Zinger Detox. Five instant extra strength. Watermelon. Ooh. Zinger Detox is building up a strong base of believers. In fact, it's ranked number one pretty frequently by all sports, uh, all sports, all sorts of people and uh, sources, most notably Vice. In any case, this drink works just like all the others. Drink the bottle before the test, chug a bunch of water, and then urinate as many times as you can in the hours leading up to the drug test. The twist here is that Zinger is supposed to be super potent. That's why it comes with a much smaller bottle than most other good detox drinks for weed. Uh, to really knock it out of the park, start using natural diuretics like coffee a few days in advance, drink a lot of water, take some vitamin B, put the color back, 
And then on the day of the test, do a serious cleanse with this stuff and you'll give yourself the best chance of passing. And once again, you know, really, just don't smoke weed. <laughs> I know, it's hard though. That's pretty lame, huh? They make you so you don't have to smoke weed. <laughs> I did that to get a job, though. I went six weeks without having it. Yeah, okay. And then I did all these detox things and went in. I passed. So, yay, it does work. But I, I, I gave it up for a while. Okay, so... <clears throat> Um, at the end of the day, there's no 100% surefire way to pass a drug test. In fact, the most you can really do is either use a detox drink to mask the THC and other cannabinoids or try to flush your system and just water down your pee. Whatever you do, stop consuming wheat as far in advance as possible. Drink a lot of water and natural diuretics to flush your system. Natural. Are you hearing this? They're giving you all the natural. Cranberry, lemon. Uh, they're even telling you to drink a lot of coffee. Um, and then hydrate preferably with a sports drink or something with a lot of electrolytes. You can even use Pedialyte, which is really good. Um, and then on the day of your test, follow instructions on one of the specialized detox drinks for the weeds listed above um, and hope for the best. Uh, ultimately, there's no... <laughs> you keep repeating this. So anyway, if you have to pick one, we're going to go with Stinger. It's known for being very potent, and since it's designed to function as a same-day cleanser, it should work very fast. Uh, Test Clear's Toxin Rid is one of the best over-the-counter drug detox kits. The only downside is that it's a 10-day detox program, so that's a lot. So you need advance warning of when your drug test will occur. Uh, additionally, this is also one of the most expensive drug detox kits on the market, but if you have the time and money, the relative effectiveness of the product would make it well worth the cost. And it's probably got some good, um, probably got good ingredients too. So if you're facing a hair follicle drug test, you need to shift your attention to using detox shampoo. Our pick for the best shampoo is Psychometics CBT90. This is a serious drug detox product. Other solid choices include Hair Confirm, Test Clear Aloe Toxin Rid Shampoo, Zydot Ultra Clean Shampoo, and Clear Choice Hair Follicle Shampoo. Wow. Wow, I didn't even know there was one. a hair follicle cleaning kit. Um, that's crazy. Hmm. All right, well, there you have it. A bunch of great ways to detox uh, your system, and it's... Um, you know, it's just periodically, it's a really good thing to do anyway. Uh, we're going to check out azmarijuana.com, and um, we're going to see, you know what, I hate that there's no, like, we're going to see if there's any Arizona news out there for, for us. Yeah, we just, we started reading the proposed bill. Oh, here we go. AZ bill would add autism and opiate addiction to a medical marijuana program. Okay, that's good. A proposed bill, HB 2049, by State Rep. Uh, Diego Espinoza, would add opioid use disorder and autism spectrum disorder, ASD, to Arizona's list of medical marijuana uh, qualifying conditions. And I'm golf tapping for the autism uh, spectrum. It's fantastic. Um, Arizona Espinoza believes marijuana can be a beneficial alternative treatment for Options for people suffering from these ailments, absolutely, Tucson.com reported. Earlier this year, Colorado added ASD to their medical marijuana program. 
in Colorado, quote, there are families that actually have results based on what their children have been experiencing by taking that medical marijuana, Espinosa mentioned, quote. So how could you deny, especially a parent uh, that's willing to try that to transition into this alternative to see if it would be a better alternative for them? Two years ago, Arizona's attempted to add ASD as a qualifying condition, but the Arizona Department of Health Services, ADHS, denied the petition due to lack of evidence that marijuana provides therapeutic benefits for ASD. <laughs> However, earlier this year, a new study found that cannabis can help children with ASD. Quote, I can share with you that I have worked with constituents in my district and that their sons and daughters and that realm have had tremendous results, Espinosa said. I've actually seen it firsthand, quote. The Arizona Medical Marijuana Act, which passed by voters in 2010, can only be revised with a three-fourths vote from the Arizona legislature. This means that 23 of 30 Arizona senators and 45 of 60 Arizona uh, representatives must vote for the bill. All right, well, vote for it. Come on. Those are two excellent conditions, you know, to, to add to it. Um, opioid use and overuse and the deaths, it's ridiculous how many people die every hour, every couple hours from it. It's just, um, it's unreal. And I've seen firsthand people with autism um, that have come into the health center. Uh, Tumbleweeds Health Center, come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come down and get certified. Um, you know, agitation from all these things can get you certified, but it's definitely what's helping a lot of kids out there. Uh, so, all right, um, here we go. The U.S. has listed the official list of cannabis vape brands reported in vaping epidemics. All right, hmm, this is interesting. Uh, health officials investigating a nationwide outbreak of vaping illness, illnesses have listed for the first time the vape brands most commonly linked to hospitalizations. Most of the 2,300 people who suffered lung damage had vape marijuana concentrates purchased via the black market. Wow. However, 13% of patients said they vape only nicotine. Okay. In a report released Friday, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, listed uh, the products most often cited by patients, noting that some of them said they vape more than once. Dank Vapes was a brand used uh, most by the hospitalized patients nationwide. Dank is not a product coming from one business. Uh, it's, it is empty packaging that can be ordered from Chinese internet sites where illicit vaporizer cartridge uh, makers can buy the empty packages and then fill them with whatever they choose. Four product names at the top of this, the list from the CDC were, so Dank came in at 56%, TKO came in at 15%, Smart Cart came in at 13%, and Rose came in at 12%. Quote, it's not likely that a single brand is responsible for this outbreak, said Brian King, a senior CDC official on the investigation. Some of the brands cited by the CDC are sold in states with legalized marijuana, but counterfeits or those legitimate brands have flooded the market around the country, forcing some to redesign their packaging. Uh, Bill Locke, co-founder of TKO Products, said his company sells only to licensed dispensaries in California, but the company gets emails asking about TKO branded cartridges purchased elsewhere. 
If you bought them outside of California, California, you are the proud owner of fake, uh, Locke said in, in an email. Quote, last month, CDC officials said they had narrowed in on a culprit, a chemical compound called vitamin E acetate that has been commonly found in the lungs of sick, sick patients and in the products they vape. Uh, the CDC also said Friday that the worst of the outbreak may be over. Preliminary uh, data indicates ho hospitalizations peaked in mid-September and have been declining, officials said. Well, geez, vitamin E acetate. I guess you're not supposed to vape the crap out of that stuff, you guys. But seriously, you've seen the way people vape these days. And I'm going to say people because it's not just kids. It's, it's, it's everybody, you know, most everybody. They get these big bank tanks or whatever. They get these tank cartridges or, and they're like, you know, five pounds. It's, I don't know, it's crazy what they're carrying around. And then they're filled with, in, I mean, nicotine, probably more straight nicotine than um, what they're getting just smoking cigarettes. But supposedly it's better for you. I don't know. And then you fill it up with, you know, vitamin E acetate or some other crazy chemical from another country that you don't know about. And you have a lot of trouble because they're not just taking, you know, I, I just, yes, you can laugh. I liken it to Little House on the Prairie. At the end of the day, Pa took his pipe off the mantle and he hit it a couple times. A couple puffs, pulled out his fiddle and started playing and they had a great night. He didn't chug that thing all day long while he was working, you know. He had work to do and, and you see people just like breathing these things in in these large, they're not just, they're clouds. They cover the whole room and it's like a huge vapor that's just everywhere, all over the place. So it's crazy. They don't, they don't just vape, you know, they, they really, really vape it out. So, you know, you got to be careful with um, anything that you put in your body, you know. Um, you, you have to be um, really, really, really careful because you don't know what you're getting all the time. Even with the dispensaries, you know, ask for their test results. Uh, make sure that you can, you know, source where things are coming from if that's what you know, important to you, and, you know, on their test results, it should show uh, very little, or it should show no <laughs> pesticides or herbicides. So, guess what, Brazil, Brazil, Bain, Brazil, green lights, medical marijuana sales, Brazil's health regulator has approved guidelines for the sale of medi medi uh, medicinal products derived from cannabis. The agency known as Anvisa said Tuesday it has outlined procedures for the manufacturer and import of such products and established requirements for prescription sale and oversight. Families of ill children have advocated for legalization of medical cannabis and said its uh, prohibition has forced many to turn to drug traffickers. Brazil still trails neighbors Uruguay and Argentina where cannabis is already cultivated and sold legally for medicinal purposes. Brazil previously decriminalized partially the possession of marijuana for personal use. The regulation takes uh, effect 90 days after its publication in the government's official gazette. And VISA says companies should continue research to prove the efficacy and safety of their formulas. Exactly what we're saying. We have to make sure everything's safe. 
Um, and that's not easy to do. I mean, those sets are, you know, they're really expensive, you know? Yeah, they should be a lot cheaper if you're gonna, you know. But starting next year, uh, 2020, the dispensaries have to test and show you the results. And I really thought that if I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that it says um, in the AMMA, the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act now, that um, they have to test. So I don't know. Anywho, uh, let's give another shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and get certified. We've got tons of great CBD products. We have an awesome staff down there amazing doctors who love meeting with your doctor um it's just a quick visit in and just certify your records oh bells of christmas get your bong everybody when you hear these get your bong out and smoke it smoke it hard come see our um we have a whole array of cbd products um stuff for your pets your cats your dogs heck if your pig's nervous you, you know you can give them some some treats you know we've got extra strength caramel treats now Heck yeah, 30 milligrams in our caramel treats. Oh, and they're so yummy. I'm going to try one today. Um, so just come on down, get certified. Also, um, let's see, we could do a quick what what certifies you. We'll do a quick one. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, uh, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, cachexia, Alessian syndrome, Severe or persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to everybody, Chuck Williams and CR, the Righteous 12 out there. Yay! It's him um, having a blast on set. Thank you for having me. We're making a movie, a Righteous 12 movie, a killer western. Uh, it is, actually. Uh, so check it out, CR12 on Facebook or The Righteous Club. Check it out. Um, thank you for joining in. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Uh, next week, um, we're going to read more of the legislative initiative and see what's going on there. We're halfway through. It's a short one. It reads simply. I'm not so sure. I like that they're making up their own rules, and they'll let you know later, and there may or may not be a lottery or whatever. Check out TumbleweedHealthCenter.com. Um, come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Thank you for tuning in. Forgot to say this last week. We were laughing so hard. Remember, be smart, be safe, and educate about weed. Put your weed in it. <laughs>